America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. I have a fascinating guest on today who's making such a difference in technology for all of us, making it easier for us with, uh, as doctors and patients. My guest is Lisa Serwin. She is the Chief Executive Officer of App Medicine, Inc. As a company CEO, finance strategy author, and longtime crusader for healthcare access, Lisa Serwin likes to think big. And her company is working to change the way that medical providers and their patients interact. She is the creator of App Medicine and App Visit, which brings easy-to-use mobile communications to healthcare at fair prices. And... I'm just going to stop there because at least if I read your bio, it will take 10 minutes, and we want to hear about this incredible system. So welcome, Lisa Sorwin. Well, thank you, and thank you very much for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, I really do. And um, I know that you, you, know, you have served in the management field. You've served as a Senior Vice President of Strategic Planning for Fox Film Entertainment and for Ticketmaster. So you've been in the entertainment world, and now you're in the healthcare world. I have. I've had sort of unusual background, but I've held, uh, I started my career in the entertainment industry on the business side, and I've always had an interest in health, and more importantly, access to health, and so I did a lot of board work for organizations like the Saban Community Clinic um, and for others who were providing care for those who otherwise couldn't get it, and when I uh, discovered at medicine and some of the work that they were starting to do, I couldn't not be a part of the company. That's wonderful. So tell us about what app visit is. Absolutely. App visit is a way for you and your doctor to communicate that keeps you out of the doctor's office. So Mm. for example, say you wake up with a rash or a swollen ankle or you've had a bad cough that is not turning into a cold, or, for, you know, one kid gets sick and the other one gets sick too the next day. With App Visit, you can grab your smartphone, you answer questions that your doctor has asked, there's an exam on your phone. If it's applicable, like in the rash example or the swollen ankle example, you can take a photo. We have body tracers and other things so that you can give your doctor as much information as they need, and then you hit send. So there's no appointment, there's no driving, there's you know no lines, no waiting room. Um, your doctor is able to make a diagnosis or order a medication or let you know if you should you know come into the office or worse go to the ER. Uh, so it's, that was it's my a question, way to, though. I mean, many times doctors won't see a patient unless they see them physically. Right. 
So this is our, our business model, and, and your, the relationship with the app is this is your doctor who knows you. So this okay. is not anonymous care. In, right. the, in the case of the sick child, this is your pediatrician who knows you, who knows your family, who knows the history. And there are some things, you are right, for which we always have to go in for. But believe it or not, studies show that about 40 to 50% of the things we go in to the doctor's office for, we actually don't need to. Mm. So what would be the difference, Lisa, between this and just writing your doctor a note and saying, here's what's going on with me? Yeah, no, a couple of things. One, when you write your doctor a note, you think you know what your doctor wants to know, and you think you know which symptoms are important. We all do, but that doesn't make us right, number one. Um, we also, so there ends up being a lot of back and forth between doctor and patient because maybe I said I have a fever, but I forgot to say how high or how long, or I've said that I'm throwing up, but I haven't told him the frequency or the duration. So there's a number of things that as patients, we don't necessarily know are important. And doctors have a standard of care and sort of a list of things and a list of questions that they tend to go through when trying to diagnose us. We make that all available in a very structured way for both you and your doctor. Mm. So that's sort of, that's one piece. Um, We also do a much better job of both tracking you down and tracking the physician down so that you don't have all of those phone calls and back and forth. Right. Another issue is that, frankly, when you just email your doctor or when you, phone them at two, when you phone yeah. them at 2 a.m., um, it's yeah. not in a secure manner, and mm. there's no record of that for either the patient or the physician. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I mean, you write here that many doctors in our country take 200 million phone calls each year at no charge and many at 2 a.m. With app visit, they can see more patients and get compensated for their medical consultation. Right. And that is because this is considered an office visit? It can be. It depends on the state, and it depends on Medicare or Medi-Cal. That gets a little bit murky. Um, But, yes, the other thing that it allows for providers is – um, the ability to extend their practice and to see more patients. When we get up, get dressed, drive, find child care, find parking, pay for parking, and go to the doctor, we rightfully expect a certain amount of time and care from our physician, um, and they want to give that to us. But with app visit, if, if providers can keep healthier patients out of the office, which is a goal for most of us. Most people don't love going to the doctor. A few do. Um, but if you don't love going to the doctor and you don't have to and you can get the care that you need, why would you go in? And so there, if they can, sicker patients can come in and see the physicians and the healthier patients stay out and the provider can get compensated for both, then it's good for both patients and, and providers. Um, the average wait time in this country, believe it or not, to see a primary care physician is about 20 to 25 days, and it's longer, up to 35 days for a specialist. And so if we can help that backlog through the use of technology and get the folks in that really do need to be there and keep the folks out that don't and make it more convenient for everyone, why wouldn't we try? All right. But my question here, though, Lisa, is what if after you've been through this, 
um, the, you know, the mobile device and you're in the system, what mm-hmm. if you still want to talk to the doctor? Well, we don't preclude that. So we're not in any way trying to interfere with the doctor-patient relationship. In fact, quite the contrary. We're trying to help uh, enhance and facilitate it. So, yes, there, you may still want to pick up the phone and call your provider, but your provider will now have ahead of time uh, a lot of really good information about what's yeah. going on with you mm-hmm. when you pick up the phone to call. So they'll have more information at their fingertips and be better able to help you. You know, it's interesting because a lot of what you're talking about, the nurse has done in the past. You come mm-hmm. in and the nurse or the med tech will take all that information. But this then right. is more direct where you're answering this directly for the doctor. It's more direct and the doctor can determine whether or not it goes to their nurse or to, to their, to the RN or the medical director in their office. We are, our software, really a software company. And so the software is set up so that providers can manage their offices the way in which they manage their offices. And what I mean by that is different providers manage their offices differently. Mm-hmm. But what this does is this gets really structured, good information in and listen, a doctor may get this information in and based on your answers, decide you need to come into the office, right? That right. can be one of the decisions. Right. Or they can right. decide they need to pick up the phone and give you a call because right. they're particularly worried about something. Um, right. But this provides a structured way to have communication. The other thing that we do, because it's all HIPAA secure, so for example, a lot of times doctor's offices will leave messages on your home phone that say, your lab results have come in, but they mm-hmm. can't tell you what those lab results are right. because the answering machine isn't secure. This way they could send you your lab results and say everything's normal, don't worry. If you have any questions, feel free to call the office, mm-hmm. right? And that, all or, that information secure, Lisa? All of the information is HIPAA secure. It's all encrypted over our servers, okay. and so um, doctors are able to, to use it and to monitor the back and forth. Okay. Do you see this as the way healthcare is going in the future? I absolutely see this as the way healthcare is going in the future. Um, I, I truly believe, based on my background, um, on the intersection between technology and healthcare, and because of my, my, my personal work and board service around access. I mean, why wouldn't we want to use our phones to see our doctor? Technology can deliver access. It can deliver quality health care to more people. And I think we're on to one of the better ways to do it. Most of our relationships these days, um, you know, even with our loved ones, are asynchronous, right? They're back and forth over the phone. We communicate with our loved ones this way. We communicate with our banks this way. Um, you know, we manage a lot of really important relationships this way. So why not with our doctor as well? Mm. Take us through a scenario where this is working. Give us an example of an office that's using this and how it's working. Absolutely. So we have an ophthalmologist that's using this extensively, and smartphone technology lends itself very well to eyes. So imagine you wake up with a red eye and you don't know what it is. It could be anything from, you know, pink eye conjunctivitis to something much more serious like a, you know, scratched cornea. Um, you can answer the doctor's questions. He has a general eye problem exam that he's created for his patients, 
Um, you answer the exam questions. You take a photo of the affected eye. You take a photo of the, your other eye as well so he can compare mm-hmm. and contrast. And because of the high resolution of photos, he's able to go through and nine times out of ten, frankly, make a diagnosis so that if you have pink eye, he can send you a message back and say, listen, you have pink eye. It's fairly contagious. I'm ordering you this medication, and you mm-hmm. can pick it up at your pharmacy or I think you've scratched your cornea and I need you to come into the office so I can apply an antibiotic gel. Um, he actually was able to discover a brain tumor in a patient using our app, which is both That's frightening, amazing. amazing, yeah, and awe-inspiring. But what you're saying, though, is the questions are already predetermined by the doctor? Yes. So the way this works is the doctors create general exams or or specific. It depends on the kind of medicine, right? Mm. So our ophthalmologist has an exam for his patients with macular degeneration, and he follows up with them. The ophthalmologist has an exam for patients with dry eye who have been Mm -hmm. diagnosed in the office. The ophthalmologist also has an exam for a general eye problem. You don't know what's wrong. You just woke up and you have blurry vision or a pink eye or floaters. And so there's a series of questions that that he wants to know and that he can get in and often can keep you out of the office. Not always, but often. But if you you are a different specialty, you're a GP Mm -hmm. or you're a pediatrician or you're a dermatologist, then before you get involved with the app, you need to sit down and think about all of these different conditions and come up with questions ahead of time. Is that correct? Well, you do or you don't. We have a library of well over 200 exams that have been created by doctors, for doctors. But what Mm -hmm. we do offer, you certainly could create your own if you want to. Um, You also can customize them. So you can start with our, our basic templates And then if you're the kind of doctor, for example, who is a big believer in using steam for respiratory conditions and you want to know if your patient has tried that and maybe that's not a question another doctor would normally ask, you can customize it to add it in. We can also do these in any language so that you can reach your patients in their native language. Hmm. How long has this this been in existence? We started the company about a year and a half ago, and we've actually just come out to the market in about January, and we're having very good success and traction. And are you working with uh, one particular specialty? You mentioned ophthalmology, or are you working with several specialists? Yeah, we're actually working with a lot. So this works from everything from primary care to psychiatry to ophthalmology, to OBGYN. It's perfectly good for urinary tract infections, for example. Um, So we are, because we're a software company, we're really multi-specialty, and we can customize these for any, just about any practice and just about any physician. Um, We also are able to scale up, so we can service anything from single doctor offices to clinical trials on up to hospitals. And you said you've, uh, this is, oh, you rolled this out in January. So you've had mm-hmm. it about three months. How are you letting physicians and patients know about this, Lisa? What's the marketing strategy? 
Well, several ways. One, by talking to you, I hope. Um, we're starting to get okay. the word out to patients. Uh, most patients, when they hear about it, want it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you're a parent, but, you know, when one kid gets sick, the other kid always gets it two days later. And uh, particularly for pediatrics, there's a ton of application because now you've got two sick kids and the last thing you want to do is, you know, put everybody in the car and haul them off to the doctor's office again. Um, so we're having very good traction with pediatrics. Um, also with dermatology and ophthalmology and orthopedics, things that lend themselves very, wound care, wound care follow-up, things that, that yes. lend themselves very well to the, to the phone. Um, and so uh, we're, you know, starting to do PR efforts and a little bit of marketing. Our website is app. Medicine, A-P-P-M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E dot com. And we're just starting to get the word out. Yeah, that's fascinating. And now you're on the West Coast. So is it mostly on the West Coast at this point? We are or starting it- on the West oh. Coast, yes. Although we actually have a clinic in... I think it's Alabama using it. And um, we're working with some folks in Kentucky as well. So we're certainly not limiting ourselves to the West Coast. So let's talk about the downloadable app. Um, you can use, The app visit is downloadable through Android and Apple. Mm-hmm. And Correct. then how does that work? If, if someone's listening to this and they say, I'd like app visit. Now we have to make sure their doctor's using it as well. But how do they get Correct. it? Correct. Right. Step one is to start with the provider. And that's because, again, the relationship is between you and your doctor, not just any doctor. And so we do start at the doctor's office. So if you would like app visit, you would go to your doctor and let them know you've heard this radio program and you'd like them to try this fabulous new app. Um, and the doctor would let us know that they're interested in giving it a try. It's very quick and easy for doctors to pick up and start using. We can, we can train in an hour or less. And then they can start registering patients. And once they've registered their patients, um, the patient gets a text on their smartphone that says your doctor is using app visit. You click the link, you go to the app store, you download the app just like you would any other app from an app store, and you are ready to begin using it. Interesting. Now, is this um, mostly with um, allopathic Western medical doctors? Are you doing anything with more um, Eastern or more holistic therapies, be it a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a naturopath? I, we don't have any chiropractors. We do have um, a, a lovely Dr. Nunley who is in San Francisco who is a wellness and sort of, I don't think she actually not just women, but she's a wellness and a holistic um, uh, doctor, and she works especially particularly with women around some of their hormonal issues mm. um, and other, you know, sort of midlife issues as well as, some, as well as dietary and nutritional supplements. So, we're, you know, we're certainly not limited uh, to one or to the other. And in fact, I think, you know, all are of service to patients. If I were a listener, the one question I would say to you is this, I love my doctor and I want to go talk to my doctor personally. Part mm-hmm. of what I love, and I'm, I'm speaking as a listener now, part, and mm-hmm. I actually am speaking as myself because my primary care physician is wonderful. I see him mm-hmm. maybe once or twice a year, but I just love the conversation and he takes the time with me. So what do you say to that? I think that that's wonderful and that's lovely and there's no reason that that has to stop. Okay. I love my doctor as well, actually. But there are times, and I'll give you a very specific example. Um, 
I woke up around Christmas time with a horrible, and I mean horrible cough. And I kept, you know, you sort of think, eh, it's Christmas, I'm stressed, I'm getting a cold, it's a bummer, but whatever. Um, after a couple of days, it didn't turn into a cold. And I actually started to get worried, and I was coughing my brains out. I'd never coughed like that in my life. Unfortunately, my doctor's office was closed, and he, wasn't, he was out of town. So I grabbed my smartphone, I used that visit, I answered the respiratory questionnaire. He got back to me right away. Um, I, you know, was able to answer very specific questions that he already asked about respiratory. So no, I didn't have a fever. Yes, I had coughed so hard I'd thrown up, which is got him worried. And in fact, he picked up the phone and called me. And I may have had that same experience had I gone through the answering service, and I probably could have talked to the physician on call as well. But this way, you know, my doctor, with whom I have that great relationship and who was very kind to call me on his vacation, uh, was able to pick up the phone and, and take care of me. Yeah, it, it, it reduces um, the middle person or middle people because many mm-hmm. times you go through two or three people. It's very direct. It's, it's not, again, in person at the moment, but what you're saying is if you need something, it's very direct. Absolutely, and it's, my, and it's easy for the provider. So when I sent in that message, over, you know, when, when, when he was on vacation, he got a text message that said a patient had sent in an app visit. He logged on to his phone. He looked mm. at the answers to my exam. All of my information was right there, mm. including my pharmacy, um, you know, anything else that he needed. He was able to quickly, without a lot of back and forth on email from his end, and it wasn't 2 a.m. in the middle of the night on the phone with me hacking my brains out, he was able to get all of the information that he needed from me. Um, one or two of my answers worried him. So he actually messaged me back in the app. Um, I sent him an audio of my cough, and then he picked oh, up the phone and said, something. I think you need some codeine, and I'm sending it to the pharmacy. You sent him an audio, so you coughed into the phone. I coughed into the phone. Yeah, isn't that something? Boy, what technology does! It's amazing, right? Because hmm. they, if you think about it, what, you know, if you look at the photos, and they're such wonderful resolution, you can blow them up. You can tell if a cough is wet or dry, right? Hmm. You can you can hear the patient's voice. Um, the other thing that was really interesting is he asked me to take a photo of myself. So I sent him my not-so-smiley face because I was pretty sick, and um, he knew by looking at me that I didn't feel well, right? I mean, he could see that I was sick, but, you know, my eyes were a little glassy, and I looked terrible because I'd been up all night coughing for several nights in a row. Um, and that gave him, in a, you know, much better information than just talking to me on the phone. Very, very interesting. Well, right. don't you think also, Lisa, the way that the future is going to be where we will have a bracelet with all of our medical information on it? So Ab- we'll yes, have that absolutely. at our fingertips, literally. Well, the other thing that I love about what we're doing and that I love about AppVisit is all of the information that we're starting to collect now on, on these mobile devices, right, on medical devices, how many steps we've taken, what our glucose measurement is if we're diabetic, um, what our weight is, right? There's Bluetooth scales. All of that information is really important. 
all of that information in the context of an exam is even more important. So, for example, my, if I was a diabetic, my glucose level is critical, but my glucose level is more critical when my doctor has other information, including my eating habits, whether or not I've just switched from an injectable to the inhalable or vice versa, which insulin I'm on. Um, how I'm doing with my exercise, how I've done with my alcohol intake, when my last foot or wound check was. So if we can include all of this information um, into the standard of care path and and we can take Bluetooth in, um, that information becomes even more valuable. If I'm trying to lose weight, the fact that I've walked 10,000 steps is important. But if I've walked 10,000 steps and then polished off a chocolate cake when I was done, that's something that my, my physician might need to know. Exactly. All right. Uh, my guest is Lisa Sherwin. She's the CEO of App Medicine. App Medicine is the maker of App Visit, which is a breakthrough all-platform software solution that brings easy-to-use mobile communications to healthcare at fair prices. For institutions, App Visit is one-stop shopping for mobile communications for any medical specialty and most medical conditions. For patients, App Visit makes virtual visits with their doctors convenient retail-like experience no matter where they are or when the, Ill- or when the illness will strike. AppVisit brings quality health care and improved outcomes at reduced costs. The efficiency and savings align with providers and plan sponsors and payers, and the goal is to save the patient and the provider money and time and energy. And the website is app, appmedicine.com, appmedicine.com. Lisa, is there a cost for this to the patient? That is up to the physician. So it depends on what kind of doctor your doctor is. There are fee-for-service physicians who might charge you your copay or an office visit, depending if they're able to keep you out of the office. There are lots of app visits that would absolutely be no charge. For example, a medication refill or uh, if a doctor wants you to, you know, it sends you a, a message that flu shots are available and you want to schedule an appointment for a flu shot, or if they're following up from an in-office procedure or an in-office visit. There are also concierge physicians for whom you're already paying a fee, mm-hmm. and those are um, often offering at visit, at least so far, as just an added service. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really depends so, so on the kind Lisa, of Lisa, how, do, how does App Visit or App Medicine, how do you monetize this? Is it coming from the provider, from the physician? Or it, is it comes coming from the companies? provider, yes. Mm-hmm. It comes from the provider. So if the provider charges their patient, we take a small transaction fee, but we only make money in that case when and if the doctor makes money. And then for accountable care organizations or for concierge physicians, it's usually based on a per-patient usage basis. Mm. Have you uh, thought about getting into corporations with this? We have, yes. In fact, we've just started investigating that. Yeah, because that could be very interesting as well. Yeah, particularly for employee wellness and um, for uh, organizations that have employees at remote sites um, or that use wellness programs. Again, we can get this really uh, convenient, structured clinical diagnostic information into the RN or into the provider ahead of either seeing the patient or a phone call or ideally just going back and forth through the app. 
All right. This has been fascinating. How can people find out more about App Medicine? Uh, mostly by going to our website, which is appmedicine.com. Um, and I'm, I'm all, we have a, so we have an email address on the site. And if anybody has any questions, please just send us an email and we are more than happy to answer them. So it would be appmedicine.com. Yeah. A-P-P-M-E-D-I-C-I-N-E.com. Thank you so much, Lisa. Lisa Sherwin, CEO of App Medicine. Fascinating. And the wave of the future. I think so. So thank you very much for having me. I really appreciate it. Uh, You're welcome. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Tune in next week for an all-new program. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Bye for now. 